You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero gives you multi-day fantasy survivor contests for all sports, all year long. In today's episode, we're going to look at bullpens around Major League Baseball. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, some injury updates, and then some matchups uh, for Thursday. But let's start uh, with the National League. We will go through... Uh, each team's closer situation and see whether or not there's uh, some value to be had or or whether there might be changes, what what have you. And so we'll start with Arizona, uh, with Stefan Crichton uh, in, in the role, and it's not a terribly valuable role. Uh, Crichton has four saves, uh, and and he's not really being pushed. Joakim Soria is a guy with closing experience who's in that bullpen who possibly could get chances at some point, uh, but really... Crichton is the guy in Arizona. They just don't win enough for it to really matter. Uh, in Atlanta, Will Smith uh, having a solid season with 11 saves. His ERA is up to 4.13, which you, you know might make him a little bit vulnerable to lose the job. His whip is 1.17, which is still pretty good. Um, and Chris Martin is sort of lurking there as a possibility. Uh, but as it is, I think Will Smith is still... Uh, probably the safe option in Atlanta. Uh, for the Cubs, Craig Kimbrell's turned back the clock. He's got 14 saves, a 0.75 ERA, 0.75 whip, 15.4 strikeouts per nine. Yeah, no, no one's challenging that. Uh, Kimbrell's been awesome. Uh, you know, if something happens to him and he gets hurt, maybe Ryan Tapera gets gets a shot, but uh, really there's no one uh, pushing Kimbrell for that closers role in Chicago. Uh, in Cincinnati, there's been you know quite a bit of uh, turnover in that, in that role. It looks like Lucas Sims is the best bet at the moment. He has six saves. He also has an ERA of 4.70, so he's hardly a, a lockdown uh, option. But 1.22 whip isn't terrible. 13.7 strikeouts per nine, that's pretty good. Uh, so Lucas Sims is the most appealing of the Reds' options, but he's not the only one. TJ Antone uh, has three saves. His he is ERA is 1.41. His whip is 0.72, 11.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, certainly if Sims falters, Antone is uh, ready to take over. Uh, and should anything happen there, uh, they've, they've tried Amir Garrett as well. Uh, Sean Doolittle has lots of experience as a closer. So the Reds have some options, uh, but right now it looks like Lucas Sims uh, ahead of TJ Antone uh, at the end of games. Uh, for Colorado, Daniel Bard uh, has been, the, I guess, the, the most reliable closer option. Uh, he has seven saves, a 3.75 ERA, 1.50 whip, neither of which is great. Uh, a 12, 12.8 strikeouts per nine is not bad. Uh, and so... Really, unless Bard collapses, he's probably going to hold on to that role. Uh, Colorado's not giving him a ton of opportunities. Uh, Carlos Estevez might be kind of next in line should something happen with Bard. Uh, For the Dodgers, Kenley Jansen, just living up to expectations, 14 saves, 1.75 ERA, 1.01 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, Put it in cruise control, basically, and and you're getting that kind of uh, production from Kenley Jansen. Uh, Veteran Blake Trinan does have closing experience and, and could be an option. Uh, but they hardly need it. Uh, in Miami, Yimmy Garcia has stepped into the closer's role and been pretty effective. Has 10 saves, 2.63 RA, 1.04 whip, 8.6 strikeouts per nine is not, uh, you know, ideal overpowering closer numbers, but uh, when the other results are 
are solid. You don't need to worry too much about that. Uh, Dylan Floro and Anthony Bass are options uh, if something happens to Garcia, but he seems to be pretty settled into that role. Uh, for Milwaukee, speaking of settled into the role, Josh Hader, uh, 14 saves, 0.76 ERA, 0.76 whip, 15.6 strikeouts per nine. I mean, just dominant. Uh, he's, he's kind of right in line there with Kimbrell uh, as the really, really dominant closers in the National League. Uh, Brad Boxberger and Devin Williams are possibilities should something happen with Hader, uh, but he, he's pretty settled in as the, the top option for the Brewers. Uh, for the Mets, Edwin Diaz. Uh, not not in uh, you know 50 save Edwin Diaz territory. He's got 10 saves, 3.09 ERA, 1.11 WHIP, 12 strikeouts per nine. All of that is totally fine. Uh, nothing to to get too concerned about. Uh, and they have they do have options if if Diaz either slumps or or gets hurt. Trevor May, Juris Familia, they both have a save this year. Miguel Castro's uh, doing some setup work there. He could he could fill in if need be. So they they have options if uh, Diaz falters. Uh, for Philadelphia, Hector Neris uh, has nine saves, a 1.90 ERA, 1.01 whip, 11 strikeouts per nine. Uh, is totally bounced back and, and settled in uh, as the closer. Uh, Jose Alvarado and Sam Coonrod both have a couple of saves uh, for the Phillies, but uh, until we see some kind of injury or slippage from, from Neris, they're probably not needed. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Richard Rodriguez has seven saves, uh, has a 1.85 ERA, 0.70 whip. Now, he only has seven strikeouts per nine, so... Uh, it's not exactly a prototype uh, dominant closer, uh, but he's also been you know pretty effective and, and might be trade bait here for the, the Pirates as the, you know, the trade deadline uh, is coming. Uh, and maybe you know there's value uh, to a contender who wants Rodriguez to uh, shore up their bullpen. Uh, if that happens, maybe Kyle Crick uh, steps in to be the uh, the closer for Pittsburgh. He's been he's been reasonably effective in a setup role. Uh, for San Diego, Mark Melanson, 19 saves, an incredible uh, performance, a 0.66 ERA, a 1.02 whip, only 7.2 strikeouts per nine. So the fact that he's been this effective, uh, yet not missing a ton of bats, is uh, that's rare. Uh, and so uh, I might be a touch worried that Melanson won't be able to carry that through the entire season, but I mean, what are you going to do? The guy's racked up 19 saves already. Uh, should something happen with Melanson, Emilio Pagan is probably next in line. Uh, for the Padres. In San Francisco, they're kind of splitting time here. Uh, Tyler Rogers has eight saves, has a 1.71 ERA, 0.98 whip, only 4.3 strikeouts per nine. You know, the, the submarine uh, might might trick guys, but uh, he doesn't necessarily miss bats. Uh, while Jake McGee, he has 12 saves, uh, but his ERA is up at 3.76, 0.99 whip. So, I mean, they're basically allowing the same amount of base runners. Uh, and McGee has 10.6 strikeouts uh, per nine. Uh, I suppose... Uh, McGee would be slightly preferable out of those two, uh, but it all kind of depends on usage, and Rodgers does seem to be getting um, more save opportunities at the moment. Uh, for St. Louis, Alex Reyes has had a terrific season with 16 saves and a 0.90 ERA. Now he has a 1.40 whip, which is a little high, so he's probably uh, been a little bit lucky to have uh, an ERA that low, uh, and 12.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and if Reyes uh, should you know, struggle, run into injuries. Giovanni Gallegos has been terrific in a setup role. Uh, so he could, he could step in if needed. Uh, and in Washington, Brad Hand, uh, you know, big offseason acquisition and he's been fine. He has 10 saves, 3.57 ERA, 1.32 whip and 9.1 strikeouts per nine. Basically all those numbers are fine. Uh, not overpowering, not great, uh, not as good as Hand has been in the past. Uh, but not, not a real problem either. Uh, Daniel Hudson is probably next, uh, should the Nationals need someone else to close games. When we come back, we will check through the American League uh, and then go through 
some injury updates and matchups for Thursday. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. stathero.com slash locked on. Rock Auto is an online part source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and really easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And now to the American League. Close our situations and we'll open up with the Baltimore Orioles, which is an interesting one to be sure. Uh, Cesar Valdez has uh, the most saves on the Orioles right now. He has eight saves, but a 5.16 ERA and a 1.54 whip has kind of cost him the job. Uh, And now it's sort of up for grabs. Uh, Paul Fry uh, is one option. He has a 1.99 ERA, 1.06 whip, 13.1 strikeouts per nine. That sounds pretty good. Um, Cole Sulzer has a 1.66 ERA, 1.02 whip, 13.7 strikeouts per night. That sounds all right too. Tanner Scott, uh, 3.09 ERA, 1.54 whip. Now that's a little high, uh, and 13.1 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and then we have the wild card of Hunter Harvey, who, you know, was probably slated to be the closer coming into the season, missed a couple of months due to a, a strained oblique. Uh, and he has returned and has pitched, uh, three games, uh, since coming off the injured list. At some point, this may be Hunter Harvey's job to hold, but, in the meantime, you know, Paul Fry or Cole Sulzer uh, are probably going to get some looks. Now, <laughs> this is also the Orioles, so there may not be a ton of opportunities for uh, for saves. But uh, if you're, you know, you're desperate and looking for guys who are going to get chances, maybe uh, consider Fryer or Sulzer, or if you're playing the long game, Harvey uh, in that Baltimore bullpen. Uh, in Boston, Matt Barnes uh, has locked down the closer's role there. 14 saves, 2.73 ERA, 0.72 whip, 16.1 strikeouts per nine. Uh, that's been just terrific. Uh, Adam Ottavino is a reliable number two there who can uh, close on occasion uh, but fulfill a setup role most of the time. Uh, for the White Sox, Liam Hendricks, their uh, big free agent uh, addition, has 15 saves, a 1.780 RA, 0.75 whip, 14.2 strikeouts per nine. It's nice when you spend big money on a, on a free agent closer that he actually delivers as at least a high-end closer. You know, you can argue about uh, the price and how much uh, it's worth to, to pay a top closer, 
uh, at the very least, you at least like uh, a guy who's getting the job done, and Liam Hendricks is doing that. Uh, he, he's very secure in the job, but should something happen with Hendricks, Aaron Bummer might be uh, the next best option uh, for the White Sox. Uh, in Cleveland, they're kind of running uh, two guys. Emmanuel Classe, who has nine saves, a 1.05 ERA, 1.44 whip, 9.8 strikeouts per nine. And then James Karinchak. Uh, Karinchak has seven saves. Now, his ERA is higher, 2.88. His whip is much lower. It's down at 1.00. And he has 15.8 strikeouts per nine. Uh, if I have to pick one, I, I might try Karinchak uh, because I like his underlying numbers a little bit better. Uh, but uh, e- either one uh, is a, an option to at least give you some uh, save opportunities. Uh, in Detroit, uh, right now, it looks like Jose Cisnero. I mean, I say right now as in today, <laughs> Thursday, uh, it's Jose Cisnero, but uh, I don't think anybody has this thing locked down. Cisnero has a couple of saves, an ERA over four. Uh, his whip is 1.34. He does have 12.8 strikeouts per nine, so that's not bad. Uh, but Gregory Soto and Brian Garcia, Brian Garcia have both had uh, some opportunities uh, as well this year, but you know neither one of them is particularly uh, effective. I mean, Soto has a 1.63 whip. Garcia has a 1.58 whip with a 5.03 ERA. Like there are definitely issues there, but again, this is the Tigers. They're not going to have a ton of save opportunities to begin with. Uh, Houston, Ryan Presley has been steady in, uh, in the closer's role. Nine saves, 2.16 ERA, 1.04 whip, nine strikeouts per nine. Not you know overpowering dominant, but very, very good. Uh, Ryan Stanek and Brooks Raley are, are some other options there, but... Uh, not really getting opportunities unless something happens with Presley. Uh, in Kansas City, there's been uh, sort of some movement in their bullpen. Josh Stomont is uh, seems to be the best uh, of the options as as he leads the team with five saves. Uh, his ERA is 3.28, whip of 1.22, 9.9 strikeouts per nine. That's all pretty good. Scott Barlow uh, should challenge for for time there too. He has a couple of saves, 1.80 ERA, 1.13 whip, 13.2 strikeouts per nine. And then there's Greg Holland. Uh, the, the veteran who uh, started the year in the closer's role but kind of struggled. He's been a little bit better uh, since, and now he has three saves. His ERA is 3.74. It's been kind of working its way back down. Uh, the whip of 1.62 is still a little terrifying, uh, and he does have 10 strikeouts per nine. So, I mean, Stomont and Barlow are probably the ones who are going to get uh, opportunities uh, because Holland kind of <laughs> blew his at the start of the year, uh, but uh, it would not come as a super shock if at some point, uh, whether it's through injury or or slumps, or what have you, that Holland might get uh, some other save chances this year. Now for the Angels, Rizel Iglesias, uh, their big offseason addition uh, in the bullpen has 10 saves, uh, a 3.91 ERA, which is not great, but uh, a whip of 1 and 13.3 strikeouts per 9, that's pretty good. Um, and, and he's pretty settled in there. Mike Mayers has a couple of saves uh, for the Angels, and then they have veterans in setup roles like Tony Watson and Steve Ciszek, guys who have closed in the past, but un- unless Iglesias gets hurt, he's probably... Uh, locked in there. Uh, for Minnesota, Hansel Robles uh, and, and Taylor Rogers are really kind of splitting time as the closers. Uh, Robles has five saves, a 3.04 ERA, 1.28 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. Those numbers are not quite as good as Rogers overall. I mean, Rogers has five saves, 3.20 ERA, 1.18 whip, 12.1 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and But both of them are, those are both totally respectable and, and worthwhile options as closers. Uh, for fantasy purposes, it kind of stinks that you're you're really only going to get half value. If you had one guy who had 10 saves, that would be a really nice uh, uh, pickup. But uh, these guys with five, you're, you're kind of you know 
going for them because you don't have any other options. Uh, and Alex Colomay uh, is there in that bullpen, but he uh, kind of squandered his chance at the closer's role. Uh, for the Yankees, Araldis Chapman has been just ridiculous. 12 saves, 0.39 ERA, 0.78 whip, 16.8 strikeouts per nine. I mean, barring injury, uh, there's nothing to see here. Uh, Jonathan Loesiga might be the kind of the next option at the moment, uh, but it, it's pretty steady here with Araldis Chapman. Uh, in Oakland, they're kind of splitting time here. Lou Trevino has nine saves, 2.51 ERA, 1.22 whip, 7.8 strikeouts per nine, so not a huge strikeout rate. Uh, and then lefty Jake Diekman, uh, he has six saves, a 3.08 ERA, 1.22 whip, and 12 strikeouts per nine. And so there's little bits of trade-off. There's probably a slightly more value with Trevino because he has more saves and a, and a better ERA, but but not by much. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're seeing here as we work our way through through the entire major leagues, there are a few situations where teams are sort of splitting uh, their their save opportunities at the end, and uh, and that you know does make it more challenging for fantasy purposes. It, it's it's easy to sit there and just okay, I've got this closer, and you, and you kind of forget it and don't worry about it. Uh, but then when uh, when a team decides that they're going to split the job between multiple guys, uh, sometimes uh, you're just not getting enough opportunities. Uh, for Seattle, uh, another team that's got uh, multiple. Uh, here, Kendall Graveman is on the injured list, and he, he's probably their best option. He's been great in, in that role, uh, the former starter with uh, the A's. He has five saves, an ERA of zero, 0.54 whip, 9.2 strikeouts per nine, and that's better than what they're getting from Rafael Montero or Keenan Middleton. But Montero has seven saves, Middleton has four saves. They both have ERAs over four, so uh, ERAs over four, strikeout rates under eight per nine innings. And so, you know, they're not uh, sort of dominant options by any means. Graveman as I say, is the most appealing when he's healthy. Uh, and if uh, Graveman remains out and Montero and Middleton struggle, it's possible that Drew Steckenrider might might see some uh, save chances too because his strikeout rate is a little bit more, you know, that of a, of a, of a uh, prototype closer. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Diego Castillo has 10 saves there. Um, and there, there have been a few bumps in the road along the way. And uh, his ERA is 3.02, a whip of 1.14, 12.9 strikeouts per nine. That's all It's all very good, and Castillo has had most of the save opportunities, uh, but Pete Fairbanks has had some, J.P. Fireisen uh, has had some, and Nick Anderson's on the injured list. So Castillo, while Castillo has had the kind of the bulk of the closing opportunities for Tampa Bay this year, uh, I don't think that it's for sure that that's how the season is going to finish. Um, you know, any kind of uh, slump or, or struggles from Castillo uh, and the Rays have several other options that they will turn to. Uh, in Texas, uh, Ian Kennedy has landed on the injured list uh, following Jose Leclerc and Matt Bush and Jonathan Hernandez. Uh, so they're working their way down the depth chart of closers, and, and really no one ha- has the job. You, uh, you can look at Josh Spores, uh, Brett Martin, John King. They're all options here uh, in the wake of Kennedy's injury, but um, no one... Uh, is really a, a great option uh, for one because Rangers don't win a, win a whole lot, uh, but for two, uh, they just they don't have uh, the results. I mean, Spores has a save, a 4.3 ADRA, 1.22 WHIP, 11.7 strikeouts per nine. I mean, there's some potential there, but uh, a 4.38 ERA is at least some reason for concern. Brett Martin. He has a 3.13 ERA, which is pretty good, but a 1.44 whip, 7.4 strikeouts per nine. That, none of that is terribly exciting. Uh, John King has a 2.25 ERA, 1.25 whip, 7.6 strikeouts per nine. Well, the, the low strikeout rate is still a concern, but maybe John King is the, is the one to get. But 
basically, I think you have to wait and see what happens here in the wake of Kennedy's injury to see who's really getting save chances. And because of how, how rare those save chances are, uh, you might have to wait a while uh, before you really know. And who knows, by, by the time, uh, if Kennedy's only on the injured list for 10 days, uh, you, you, you may not have a real great option there in Texas. Uh, in Toronto, uh, we've got Jordan Romano. Uh, I, pro- I thought coming into the season that he was probably their best uh, bet in the wake of Kirby Yates's uh, injury, uh, but uh, it kind of took some time and some other injuries for Romano to get in there, and he only has three saves. But a 1.74 ERA, 1.11 whip, 11.8 strikeouts per nine. That profiles nicely in the closer's role. Rafael Delis uh, also has three saves, but his ERA is 4.58, which is a little high. Uh, the whip of 1.32 is also a little high, and 11.0 strikeouts per nine is all right. Um, so, uh, you know, the Blue Jays do have uh, at least a couple of options there. Uh, but if you have to take one, Jordan Romano uh, is the most appealing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball. The NBA and the NHL are in their playoffs. There's PGA and all your UFC MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, every episode I offer up one player uh, that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, beat the competition, or maybe you can wait on it and uh, pounce when the time is right. Uh, today, we're going to go with Angels catcher Max Stasi. He's only played 18 games, but recently came back from injury, and he does have four home runs. He's hitting 346 with a 1038 OPS. Catcher who can hit? Oh, be still my beating heart. Uh, Stasi is rostered in just 9% of Yahoo leagues. So now, a few injury updates. Uh, and kind of repeating here, but Texas... Uh, loses closer Ian Kennedy uh, to the 10-day injury list with a hamstring injury, uh, and they don't have great options <laughs> to to uh, to close games while he's out. Uh, Cincinnati starting pitcher Sonny Gray is on the 10-day injury list with a groin injury. Is this a chance for Jose De Leon to uh, to get a, a start uh, for Cincinnati? Maybe two. Um, keep an eye on that. Uh, Milwaukee third baseman Travis Shaw is on the 10-day injury list with a shoulder injury. Uh, Luis Urias moves over to third. Jace Peterson into second because Colton Wong. Uh, is still out uh, for the Brewers. Uh, Minnesota outfielder Kyle Garlick is on the 10-day injury list with a hernia. Uh, they've called up Gilberto Celestino uh, to play in the outfield. Rob Refsnyder had returned uh, from injury, but then uh, seemingly he got hurt again on Wednesday. So uh, Celestino may uh, find his way into more playing time. Uh, Boston outfielder Alex Verdugo, day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, the Red Sox can get by uh, by plugging J.D. Martinez into a corner outfield. Uh, spot Texas outfielder Joey Gallo uh, dealing with a groin injury. Uh, right now, uh, the Rangers are running Jason Martin and Eli White on the in their corner outfield spots around Adelise Garcia. Um, you know, no no real rush to get those guys. Uh, White Sox second baseman Nick Madrigal day to day with a hamstring injury. Uh, Danny Mendick uh, could fill in uh, if uh, Madrigal is going to miss time. Pittsburgh first baseman Colin Moran. Uh, took a pitch off the hand. Uh, so Eric Gonzalez is playing first base on Thursday. Uh, nothing to see there. Uh, Dodgers outfielder Yoshitomo Tsutsugo is on the 10-day injury list with a calf injury. Uh, now the Dodgers have enough uh, options that they, they can kind of get by here without Tsutsugo. Uh, 
I mean, generally, if you've got Mookie Betts playing right field and uh, and Cody Bellinger playing in, in center, you just need uh, players to fill in and left. And they already have they have AJ Pollock back from the injured list. Uh, they, they've got Matt Beatty. They've got Zach McKinstry. You they they have a few guys who can uh, roll out there uh, with with, uh, with Tetsugo out uh, in Detroit. Uh, outfielder Harold Castro and outfielder Derek Hill uh, are both out. Hill's on the injured list with a shoulder injury. Uh, so the Tigers outfield probably is Robbie Grossman, Nomar Mazzara, Akil Badu, maybe uh, Eric Haas, the catcher who, who's been playing some outfield. Maybe he's going to be required to uh, fill in a bit out there too, but uh, uh, it's obviously not not a great situation for the Tigers. Uh, and then we've got Philadelphia starter Chase Anderson is on the COVID-19 list. Good to, good to see we still have players landing on the COVID-19 list. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, as time goes on, that, that will be much more rare occurrence. Uh, so now before we go, uh, let's grab a couple of matchups that I like uh, for Thursday. First up, uh, Milwaukee with Freddie Peralta on the mound, minus 119 at Cincinnati with Luis Castillo. Uh, as I, I said a while back, I've, I've uh, given up my hope in Luis Castillo this year, uh, and, and Freddie Peralta has been fantastic. I've been um, super impressed with him basically from the, the get-go uh, when, he, when he won the supposedly the fifth starter's job in Milwaukee, but he has been... Um, you know, a, a super solid number three in behind uh, Brandon Woodruff and uh, Corbin Burns. And so Peralta uh, at minus 119 against Castillo, who's just been a disaster for Cincinnati, I'll take it. Uh, and then Toronto with Hyunjin Ryu, minus 115 at Chicago. Uh, the White Sox sending Dallas Keuchel to the mound. Ryu struggled in his last start, and basically this is a, uh, I don't think he does it uh, again. Uh, and so, and if he gives the, the Jays a solid start, uh, I don't know that Keuchel is... Uh, uh, dominant enough uh, that he should have his way with uh, the Blue Jays and, and, and particularly some of their uh, most potent hitters because they are right-handed bats uh, facing the left-handed pitcher. So uh, that will do it for today. Uh, enjoy the games. I'll be back uh, tomorrow uh, when we will look ahead at some uh, streaming options and two-star pitchers for next week. Uh, also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Playoffs are rolling. We're uh, nearing uh, the semifinals. Uh, and check out uh, both podcasts on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And today on the Locked On Today podcast, what is the plan for the Steelers at quarterback after Big Ben? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You're discounting what scouts have done for 150 years, even yourself? Adapt or die.